0: Hi, this is Claire from the Voice Notes Podcast. First of all, I want to say thank you to you very much for tuning into episode three. This week, Ali and I are going to talk about setbacks, and you will hear as you listen to it that we had one or two sound issues. So, a few setbacks of our own right there. Um, I hope you enjoy it regardless of this. And if you want to get in touch or you have any comments or want to be involved, you can email us at voicenotes the podcast at gmail.com. And you can follow us on Instagram, Voice Notes the Podcast. So, here we go, here's episode three.
1: Well, good morning, Claire.
0: Good morning, Ali. How are you?
1: Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Voice, Voice No. So oh, brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> so Claire and I were talking about how the lovely thing that we love about this podcast is obviously it's new and it's fresh, but it's a really nice opportunity for us to just. Well, I know we're honest and open about things, but we're able to be a bit more lighthearted, unlike our other podcasts mine's for creatives building a business and yours claire is about the charities and about Mine's about charities
0: and um you know, it what started off about the, the the charities and the marathons i was doing so yeah it's all it's it's, it's not as fun i'd like it to be as fun but it's, it's just not because <laughs> because of where, where the, the root of it really lies so yeah it's, it's nice to have somewhere we can
1: just be a bit more ourselves and you know relaxed and i think just it's been really fun interacting with our audience and knowing that people just like all like life is just a bit of a shit show sometimes and I think that we need to put it (laughs) um, and I think setbacks in all walks of our lives and the thing that we find whenever we were discussing it many times before was (laughs) that um also this is like a recurring theme isn't it people are probably going to think here they go again what hassle have they had getting this up and running but um it's not all about setbacks around kids and parenting we would probably discuss our setbacks in length every day without even realizing that that's that's what we're doing yeah but, because we treat uh, yes. each other a bit like a work colleague i think it's like the it's probably the chat you would have around the coffee machine Can you imagine how much work we'd get done if we sat together though, Ali, some days? No, I, and I would, I I was thinking I would have a standing desk, but we'd have to be back to back, but then we'd face it, you know, like separate offices, yeah, sorry, it would be that like really childish thing, you know, where you like, you get a mirror, so you're not turning around first, but you're still like (laughs) kidding,
0: (laughs) I, uh, when I had my very first office job, I uh, got a friend there, and we just spent the whole day emailing each other, Um. I don't care to say that I was hopeless at that job. I I hated that job. Yeah. And uh, we spent a lot of time sending emails that said tea, and we just go to the kitchen and make a cup of tea. I mean, I drank my wicked tea <laughs> while I worked for that. Company. <laughs> but uh, yeah. That We're was it? And
1: crazy. I left, and she said. That- like, oh, Well, what setbacks would you get in work like I mine for me, it's very much like creative block um, because Mm -hmm. mine is creating pieces. And at the minute, I feel like I'm on the verge of just needing to make a big painting. Um, Mm -hmm. And I know that sounds so lovely and airy fairy, but the creative setbacks really like I need to be. The way that I sort of tackle them is by planning and by whiteboarding and by bringing in like a bit more structure, I suppose, so that mm-hmm. even though like at the minute I'm doing these dancers and even though I feel creatively, they're quite challenging. I'm like, just you've got like one hour, just get one done, like just get it done, just get it done. Yeah. And what about you?
0: Uh, well, see, so, because my business is different. Obviously, you're actually selling a product, like you know, every day. And I, w- my business is health and well-being. So I've got the massage therapies, I've got the physical therapies through Pilates, and now I'm going into counselling. Yeah. Um, so it really depends on what people need from me. So while I can forward plan, I can't necessarily assume that people are going re- to be return customers to me. Yeah. Um, so that can be financially, that can be a setback because nothing is really ever guaranteed you know I could be seeing someone for four or five years they could be coming to me for maintenance or or for lessons or for advice or what have you and then one day they just don't rebook, and you know and then suddenly poof like you've lost you've you've lost so much so that can be a setback and that I just don't have the same sort of knowledge I mean same with you though I guess you can't necessarily re- rely on return sales um, I but it's do just
1: find like, that, yes obviously creative is the the sort of flipping side not flipping but it's the driver of me getting work done but the business side definitely the, I worry still every month about making sales yeah
0: yeah and this is something that Al and I have spoken about like because I do worry about finances because that's just the kind of person I am um,
1: and yeah.
0: and I I cut overheads that was the biggest thing for me in my business in the past year or so like I just looked at how much I was spending on rent now I don't mind spending money on rent I don't mind spending mm-hmm. money at all but yeah. so one thing I always say to Al <laughs> is like we work so hard for money why are we giving it away I know Um so and I worked like the I started off in the small clinic I rented room there and then I found another clinic that I'd get more referrals from other people so I keep my business head on I was like right this is a better location to be And then as I grew my um, client base, I find more people are willing to come to me rather than me travel to, you know, places off, you know, away from my home. So um, I was able to just like cut that overhead entirely. But that again was like hard work to get
1: there. Sorry. Sorry.
0: Yeah. Although that's, I mean, I'd been in business for easily five, six years before I got to that point. Yeah. So, um, yeah. so So like... I kind of, I, if I think about setbacks, it's really hard for me to think what is an actual physical setback to me because I feel like I'm constantly just trying to stop them from occurring. You know, it's like, what, what's in yeah. my way of, of earning or doing more that makes me happy? Right, this, I'm just going to rid of it, you know, just take it out of my life. Well, <laughs> no, I
1: do. I think that that is um, what I, I feel like that is certainly when you are self-employed, you've got to see what is working and what is not. And and I think you have to go through, that's the beauty of us and voice notes or whatever, anybody, if you have someone to bounce things off, is that you sort of have to get through that, like, this is so stressful. Why is this happening? Why is this happening? In order to be like, Look, if I strip this back, then that's not going to hold me back anymore. But I think the other thing with us is, I know we're saying it's not all about parenting whatever, but essentially uh, it's not a setback necessarily, but I do think the style of our work and our planning will inevitably it, and our money making is determined mm. by the stages that our children are at
0: oh my god for sure you yeah. know I
1: just come through and still have you really like whenever we first met you were still like you'd it was uh I just was I pregnant still, Jacob? I think I would have, yeah. And then there was the you know, buggy runs. And I remember just that he was certainly that was childminder. and same with me. We have a childminder now just for a couple of hours, although. cost an awful lot of money like the child
0: minders we've had have been absolutely worth their weight in gold
1: totally yeah. and you see the same with them I, I used to say well uh, my argument has always been and I'm obviously opinionated about it as you can hear like I was a childminder for a while and then I also look at those girls that work so hard in the nurseries and I used to say to people whenever they were given off like they're not millionaires those girls are on their like you know what I mean? like their wage is not obviously someone at the very top of a nursery I'm sure is doing very well but like people mm. they're earning their money. Like they, I felt uh, for your kids, you want what's best for them. And same with my child, minor at the minute, she's amazing. She was the, the big boys ones that are yeah. her job. And that is so special. Like that is, she had my big two the other day for a couple of hours. And I was like, is it like old times? And they came in their kitchen, just lifted pancakes that should set out for other. <laughs> and I was like, they're so comfortable. Like, isn't that beautiful? Like, as a parent, you want what's best. So, unfortunately, that mm. does cost sometimes. And uh, yeah, it's just that bond, isn't it? And I just love totally. And oh, um, yeah. just going to ask about so, like, fitness setbacks or health setbacks. Um, how you've gone through something there recently? Do you want to explain a bit um, about?
0: Um. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Um. Uh, so anybody who follows the twelve and twelve, um, www.12and12.co.uk. Nice work people with the MND please. You're welcome. Um we'll know that idea was doing all my marathons and getting other people to do marathons and this year was meant to be the year of 12 marathons, uh, 12 charities in 12 months. And the reason I did this was kind of to give myself a break because I'd done um the, the whole theme of the 12 marathons, so I did 12 in a year, 12 in a month, 12 in 12 days. Um, again, go to the website and you can read all about it and give a nice donation to the Irish Motor Neuron Disease Association or to MND Scotland. Thanks. And
1: I had uh, at the end of now, let me see. So I 12 to and 12 just grew over time, got shorter, your, your rest yeah, time. Yeah, got just shorter. shorter, shorter. Yeah.
0: I, I was like, I've got to get this out the way sooner, you know. <laughs> yeah, so, um, I, I'm probably going to go into more detail than I have before, but I'm just going to roll with it. Uh, when I was training for the 12 in 12 days, I started. Um, I started losing feeling in one of my feet, which freaked me out, um, understandably. So I went and spoke to a doctor, and she put it down to neuralgia. So my trainers maybe being too tight. Now the doctor was one of the moms from the school, and she's such an amazing woman. Like you would never know she'd ever seen you before. When you go into that treatment room with her, like she you'd think she'd never met you. So I hadn't mentioned my my marathons, but I guess she sort of got wind of, you know, what I'd been doing. Mm -hmm. And I said, lost feeling. And she was like, could it be from all you're running? And I was like, okay, yep. And so we rolled it out and that was fine. And her parting words to me were, we won't worry until, you know, unless you get any sort of twitching in your muscles. And I was like, okay, nothing's twitching in my muscles. And um, I finished the 12 and 12 days and I started getting these horrible twitches in my legs. Mm -hmm. And they were persistent and awful. Um and the reason they were awful was because well they were festiculations of the muscles, which is when you see them move under your skin. And it can be a sign of something neurological that I didn't really want to even face up to. So yeah. I ignored it for months. And when I say I ignored it for months, Ali knows full well that I um, told her constantly about it or I'd message to the back. so I was taking magnesium supplements, salt supplements. I was stretching. I was stopped caffeine. yeah, I stopped caffeine. yeah that that was <laughs> that that was miraculous that I did that I know um, I know and you're still off it. I don't know how long that was. I know I think about you all the time whenever I've yeah, it's good going when you're enjoying a coffee. I think if I had a coffee now my heart would explode mm-hmm. um or I'd have a seizure, so I, I I just I couldn't have coffee now, but um. Yeah, uh, and it got to the point last, it would have been last December, no, it would have been January time, it was the 14th of January. Um, I had an appointment with a doctor because I just couldn't bear it and I now had, and I'd started taking video footage of my legs. And um, they said, the doctor was like, okay, and he did loads of tests, he was really like, the GP is amazing. Like He did all these tests and he did blood tests immediately. And uh came back and blood tests were fine which was really good news but also it was really bad news because it meant that now I had to go and see a neurologist because they really had to get to the bottom of what was going on and I had a five-month wait I think which was Mm one of the most stressful five months of my life I swung between everything's fine and there's nothing wrong with your body everything's benign you know it's just it's just stress it's just over exercise and I cut down my exercise and everything um but I obviously, I was still terrified in the back of my mind. And so I saw the, the, the neurologist on the 10th of June, and he did a lot of the same assessments my doctor had done, but like slightly more in depth. Um, and thankfully, because my doctor had done my bloods, that was one test he didn't have to wait for. If he hadn't done it, I'd have, you know, it would have been a longer wait. But uh, thank God on that day, they just said, you're fine. It's just benign. It's, you know, you've got yourself. And he, he, he told me everything that rationally I probably knew. But the yeah. risk was always there that would be something yeah. more severe going on. um and has I still have these strange symptoms but because I'm not so convinced I'm dying, um, they're not as they're not as severe. but during that time period, I didn't want to do anything and I think that's probably going be the biggest setback because well, I was gonna ask um, I think, yeah. yeah well I didn't, do then. I didn't care for my business. I didn't really care for exercise which even though I was still doing my run streak like I kind of I couldn't give that up because of something I was scared of happening or not happening in the case maybe um I didn't really all I wanted to do was I mean I was yeah
1: like the, my well, whole world was just well that's like, what kept, i was gonna like, say was this, the thing with setbacks um is that they like change your perspective so that's what I was gonna say like things changed mm. for you I know we're talking there about at the start, about business, and if things is something setting you back, like strip it back and reevaluate. Like you find that with basically when you're faced with a health scare that is quite stark, like that, you felt things had to shift.
0: Yeah, absolutely. this is the thing, and I I stripped everything back to the point that I was like, even people in my life, and that sounds that sounds really brutal. Um, but you know, and you, you can't, you, and it wasn't anything. They've not spoken to me; they don't care about me. Malarkey. It was, it was just like I need to focus more on people, not cut people out, but like who am I focusing more on? People that meant something to me, and of course, all the people in my life mean something to me. But you know, like I, I like I confide in a very small number, and I yeah. like I always say, keep your circle strong and small and I think I found I I realized just who was in my circle at that point and, and like, I well, won't forget that
1: like, yeah and there's a sense of um as an onlooker you know there was like an autopilot mode you were kind of in because the boys like that you know life with kids just like ticks on and it's like routine like that happened yeah. work you did what you had to do but it wasn't like over, you know, you aren't over indulgent, over excessive in any element. So it definitely was like a quiet, worrying. I think thing. it was it, it was like a quiet panic because like, I
0: couldn't give everything up because you could be totally fine. You know, like you, you hear people like um, it was an episode of Grey's Anatomy and they'd this woman was diagnosed with cancer. Was it Grey's Anatomy or it could have been Scrubs? It was one of those. It was a, a hospital based. But TV Scrubs, it's a whole other two. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I am confused. I'm maybe just thinking of McSteamy. Anyway, just am just asking yeah. myself. Um, I, they, there was a woman in this and they told her she had cancer, she was going to die and so she went and she quit her job, she dumped her useless boyfriend, she went and spent all her money and then they realised they'd made a mistake and she had to call um, like <laughs> it all back. <laughs> Which I mean, that is that—that is the nightmare, isn't it? So, like, I didn't give everything up because the chances are everybody, you know, everyone—the few people I'd spoken to were right, and I was fine. Yeah. Also, like as one of my friends said, he was like, "You're smart enough to know that something could be wrong," and it's like, well, that's the thing—is like you can't just be like, "Oh, it's you know, oh, it's nothing, oh, it's you know, it's twisted ankle." So, but thank God, I'm, I'm fine and I'm well and I'm very, very fortunate. And I guess it's one of those things that you have a setback and then it just pushes you further to do more of the things like I decided when I got the all clear I was going to buy my dream dog so I bought yeah. a giant labradoodle a giant labradoodle she's that she's, she's I unreal. kept forgetting that she's uh, a labradoodle I thought she yeah. was just a labrador no no she's a labradoodle she's that oh. uh, she's getting her curly coat in now but is this thing isn't you? you get a setback and it, you can go one of two ways I guess you either stop and you just you know, you 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 stay in it, or it just fires you on, and you just do more. And yeah, I certainly it, feel it, like since the tenth, I've really like gone right. Okay, Claire, what do you want to do? Reevaluate yeah. things and go, just go.
1: Yeah, and I um ha like there's this uh, people. So whenever I'm interviewed, not that it happens a lot, but for things, and I know that you know all about this. Like the thing that journalists often focus on is my dad dying when I was younger. And it's become part of my, like, story. And I remember when someone was talking about, like, when you're interviewing people, like, people that you're interviewing will always have this story that they're happy to tell. Or, like, you know the Graham Norton show? There'll always be something that someone will have picked up on, and it gets regurgitated. Um, uh-huh. And I read it, like, I did, um for my own podcast, how to build a creative business in a noisy world. I did a... Uh, post on or post what do you call it, episode on how grief can, can propel you and I uh-huh. feel like dad dying when I was seven definitely was totally like crap when you think now about like I have an eight year old and like so dad wasn't there for my eight year old's birth like my eight, he died the week before my birthday so huh. um, you know that is definitely crap when you look and you think and then I, it's, it's horrible when I think of my mom having to trudge through every day on her own but it can there's I'd read an article and then I listened uh, at a few different podcasts about it and people there's this that apparently when you are the result of uh, growing up and you are that person who's a a parent dies, there is Mm. some sense of like urgency apparently in how you view life and how you, and I see that in friends of mine, especially, um, my, um, dad with his work there was like a benevolent fund that was called so um quite a few we would have gone on these trips and um that were funded and you were always there with other people whose parents had died and often some of them majority of them and I'm still very good friends with a couple of them like their their dads or moms were murdered so they in particular would be quite like, there's that sense of like, yes, it's a setback. Yes. It's terrible. Yes. Whenever I'm talking to them on the phone, we have this similar, like, ugh, you know, you can kind of,
0: mm-hmm. when someone
1: totally gets it, but there's that sense of setback, not letting it be a setback, letting it be like a sense. Yeah. Of, don't know if that all made sense, but you know that, and, and there's apparently there's something inbuilt in, how we are as, as humans anyway and then I think when you go through tragedy or loss or like health scare like that like it can it either you know it's that thing it makes or breaks you mm-hmm. yeah and it, it's true though isn't it then it does become
0: it is part of you and it has to be part of you but then it like it needs to be part of your story mm-hmm. and not something that is dwelled upon that like you're saying that like you see people and it's like that, that one part of your life that gets it gets amplified and focused on yeah um, and it's just being able to go that happened and it was horrendous and i deal with it and i deal with it every day but now now i do this you know it's yeah and it's day.
1: My son is going through this exam and today there just happened to be like, I love those motivation, you know, those ones like motivation videos and Oprah Winfrey talking, but it's like, Mm -hmm. you know, a tiny bit of her speech or um, JK Rowling. And they actually were both on this one and they were talking and just saying like, that is the woman that created Spanx was on it as well. And she said like every day they would come in from school and her dad would say like at the end of the week, well, what did you feel at this week? And she said, it was that thing of like, he knew the failure is and setbacks, everything is part of what makes you stronger. And, like, unless you live in a, a padded box, you're not gonna get through life without setbacks yeah. and failure. <laughs> Sometimes. Yeah. And the business at the minute, as well, the fear that I have that could be another setback fear over creative flair. For sure. Yeah, it's strange, isn't it? Because I'm I
0: just thinking that like we are, our businesses are so personal to us. Because I am my business. Like my clients come to see me because it's because it's me. Obviously, it's what I can do for them. They don't just come in and have a look at me. No, agree, know, it's and
1: it's it's yeah. I agree. Yeah, because you do think there's so many of us that could go to anybody, but somebody exactly. somewhere want, needs Claire, and somebody somewhere needs Ali's work.
0: Oh, that's all oh, I like that. That should be our soundbite. Somebody somewhere just needs Claire. Somebody somewhere needs <laughs> <laughs> that,
1: that could lead. All no other pod that could lead. That could get us. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody somewhere.
0: <laughs> it's like I uh, I posted on my Strava yesterday. I did a run, and it just felt really good. I was meant to do like a steady. And um, so I just put my headphones on and strung along and Beyonce came along. Oh, and you, know, you know how I feel about that. You know, yep. like, I was like, oh, suck on my balls. Um, so, and then Daft Punk okay. came on and I just couldn't help it. Like I just, my progressive run just went out the window. And then uh, I did when I put it on Strava, I, I went, I would type just, sometimes you just have to do everything that makes you feel good. And I was like, no. That's an attitude that causes problems for people. (laughs) I know. I took that
1: down. I know. (laughs) Um, Well, that was the other thing. I'm going to have to go soon because I have to drive to Bangor, which is 20 minutes up the road. But... And I'm already, I don't like to admit it because you're so, uh, I want to say anal, but that sounds very rude to one of my friends. Um, (laughs) You're so particular about time. I don't want to admit to you that I will, I'm already running late now, but um, I was just going to say about fitness as well. Like anybody listening to like fitness is the other thing with setbacks is consistency will push setbacks further away. I think so if you don't feel like it and you feel like rubbish and you've eaten a bag of well, like me last night, bag of jelly tots before no bag of jelly babies before my dinner and Thai sweet chili yeah. crisps and you kind of, but <laughs> everything is, everything is designed to bring you to whatever place you're at. I th- like, I just think your choices are your choices and you can't let those be all consuming or that they can't be detrimental to you getting to the next stage. Just keep going with whatever you are in fitness, whatever you are in dieting or anything. Across the board. I mean, here's here's me flippantly talking
0: about like the runs and stuff. Like the so the and I know I mentioned earlier the marathons I've done. Like to get to that point was really hard. Yeah. Um. So hope no one's listening here thinking we're just flippantly going. Oh, I went. I did this run and it was be easy because it's not and it never is. But in order to get to the points that I've got to with my run, and I'm st- I'm still nowhere near where I want to be. I mean, even the other day I was meant to do a long run and I got to like mile X. And I decided like, I'm just not finishing this because mm-hmm. I just didn't want to. Like I was running crap. I felt too slow. I felt really sluggish and I bailed on it and I could have given myself a hard time. And I was like, no, this is just a day you did a bad run. This is just yeah. a bad day. Totally. And it's be the, thing, day. the beauty is that
1: every exercise is different.
0: Every run is different.
1: Absolutely. And every
0: swim is different. As you know, I'm a swimmer now. So I'm <deal>
1: our last podcast, Claire said she would tetanitis or whatever it is or whatever it is in her hair, she didn't but um, she just had some waterlogged and has now got earplugs and new goggles and a new £10 swimsuit yeah so she's basically would, yeah, yeah, a poo I have a swim
0: bag and I have two swimsuits thank you, and three pairs of goggles Amazing. they were gifted to me by a proper swimmer oh I so- love that, That's
1: right yeah. So I brought my tumble we'll, we'll turns back in this week and it has been a setback because I've been swimming bilaterally breathing on each side since January. I so and I stopped doing my tumble turns because I had to take my nose peg out and because it burns like fire whenever you get water up your nose when you tumble under. My dog is eating my foot underneath here. Um but that the fear I had in doing those tumble turns is real. Like and I basically have put that off for months months and like from january that's a long time so yeah that is a long time once you face it in the face fear you're gonna grow but i think we should end on that because my dog really is being noisy underneath here and i should get on the road if that works i've been handed a piece of paper that says when
0: are we going oh um, i think (laughs) my my uh, my producer so good to chat hopefully it recorded yes please god so thank you to everybody for listening, and we'll probably do another update soon. Yeah, maybe other... better audio
1: quality, maybe with worse. We we don't know. We don't know. Do you want <laughs> to uh, say just one or two of the different topics that we're thinking of going through as well? Yes. Yeah, so um, we're thinking about doing a, uh, an episode
0: on imposter syndrome. Yeah. And um, one on different personalities. I mean, as you can probably hear, Ali and I are quite similar but um, it's very different. Different in <laughs> <clears throat> um so we've got imposter syndrome personalities uh I
1: can't see the whiteboard from here but there's definitely
0: definitely a third one
1: no that's good you're on it yeah I think um confidence maybe was another one um yeah. but yeah we're it's it's so lovely to be able to share this with you. so please do follow along and subscribe and um yeah let us know any topics you would like us to touch on
0: yeah, and yeah, and if there's anything, if you have any opinions and anything that we've said, give, give us a shout. We do have an email, it is voicenoteshepodcast at gmail.com. And we also have Instagram,
1: which is Voicenotes So excited. Okay, have a good day, have a good weekend. And enjoy the rest of yours. Thank you for listening, everyone. Take care
0: now. Bye. Bye. Bye.